Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Extina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Haunted Heart, and that's going up against Loyal Brave True. Ah, this is going to be a difficult one, I can sense it already. So we've got Battle of the Soundtrack Songs, both quite recent in Christina's discography. We've got one from 2019, which is Haunted Heart, and then one from this year, 2020, which is Loyal, Brave and True. And they're both songs that lend themselves very well to the theme of their respective films. So let's first start talking about Haunted Heart. Um, Haunted Heart was recorded for the soundtrack of the animated remake of The Addams Family, and it was released in 2019. And it plays in the film as part of the opening credits where we introduce um, the character of Morticia Adams. Um, And the song itself lends itself very well to the feel of the film, uh, sort of this comedy, kooky, spooky vibe. The song was written by Antonina Armato and Tim James of Rock Mafia, and it was produced by Rock Mafia. And they've worked with people like Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, Gwen Stefani, Green Day, lots of different people that they've worked with, with lots of hits under their belt. Um, But this song is almost like a departure in the sound that they normally do. Um, And it's a departure in sound for them, not necessarily for Christina, because it sort of has this jazz vibe with the muted horns. And it's sort of taken it back to back to basics, back to back to basics, um, with the sounds that she was exploring, especially on the second disc of the album. And so it's very nice to see her revisit that again, because a lot of fans do consider the second disc of the album as sort of uh, her creative artistic highlight and peak because she really delved headfirst into that world. So it's very nice to hear her revisit this sound again. And the sound for Haunted Heart, it's this very spooky, dramatic, soulful throwback sound, almost reminds me a bit of like Eartha Kitt. Uh, And then we've got Christina experimenting with her vocal stylings with lots more growl and lots more character and stutters uh you know like in the chorus with the mama 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 it almost feels like a character piece that she's really dove in head first into the vibe of the film and what the adams family is about it's very kooky and very very extra and it suits christina down to a t because she's very extra as well in a very good way and this is what we all love about her and i like that about christina because when it comes to soundtrack songs that she's done, you know, including Haunted Heart and ones that she's done previously in her career, she really gets into the headspace of the film and what the film is about and the theme of the film. And even more so, sometimes a character, especially if it's relating to a specific character as well. And she reproduces it really well in the form of music, properly dives in head first. And, you know, it's not just like... um, a song that's written and just tacked on to a film. She really chooses projects that mean something to her and that she can really get her teeth into. And this is what I like about her. 
So we've been looking at favourite parts and favourite lyrics of the songs um, in all the episodes, so we're not going to do anything different here. Um, for me, um, I'm going to focus on a lyric here, and uh, my favourite lyric is, my heart is a haunted house, once you're in, you ain't getting out. It's the first line of the chorus. And um, I really like how for a character piece, um, an almost a Halloween themed track, the song is not so literal in terms of mentioning things like ghouls and ghosts and other Halloween related things. Um, it's very clever in the way that it's written in terms of its metaphors. And this is one of my favorite ones in the whole song. And I'd like to think that the song itself uh, will be on a lot of Halloween playlists in years to come uh, because it does lend itself well into what the holiday is all about. So the song was released onto streaming platforms at the time um, as a promotional single for the film uh, and it also had a lyric video too uh, that was released onto YouTube uh, where you can see her in the studio, she's got these pigtails and it's quite cheeky and she's got a wink to the camera at the end um, and you can see her singing the song with the headphones on and the microphone uh, and then it's sort of intertwined with excerpts from the film and then the um, lyrics of the song uh, appear uh, in, in certain parts of it uh, which sort of gives a good insight into what the film's about and she has also performed the song as well um, uh, to promote the, the film as well. Um, she did a live performance of Haunted Heart at 31 Nights of Halloween Fan Fest on Freeform and the performance itself was absolutely amazing. It was very theatrical, lots of stage production um, and that's what I like about Christina because when she feels the mood and the vibe of the song, she transpires it very, very well to the stage. She's done this live um, and she has also done this uh, in terms of uh, television performances as well. We saw it with, you know, songs like Ain't No Other Man at the MTV Movie Awards. Um, she really showed what the era was about in terms of Back to Basics. No different here with Haunted Heart. There was the set pieces and the choreography, um, you know, sort of all these great movements uh, to sort of match the kookiness of the song and then the dancers had their great outfits on as well and so did Christina. She was almost like this Halloween gothic diva which was absolutely brilliant inspired by all this Halloween imagery and I like that there are performances in Christina's repertoire where it's not just about vocal ability and showing how well you can sing a certain song technically. Um, it's all about the feel and being a performer too. And that's also very, very much important. You can have singers out there that are technically brilliant but have no stage presence. And I feel Christina has got the stage presence as well as the technical ability. And she shows that in a lot of performances. You know, when it's an upbeat song, she will make the crowd you know, go with the feel of the song, she'll make you want to jump up and dance. And when it's a slow song, you'll see her getting a lot more, um, you know, closed off and very much feeling what she's singing and showing that emotion. So I do like that about her there. And Christina self-confessed how much she absolutely loves Halloween. She really dives in head first and uh, really gets into the spirit of things. Um, she's spoken a lot about this in interviews and we've seen it as well in things like magazines, etc. Um, in terms of how she decorates her house and really gets into it, you know, from the outside in. She does these walkthroughs where, um, you know, 
the kids walk through and it's all Halloween inspired and there's different themes every year. I remember watching um, the MTV diary that she did when she was recording Stripped um, and there was a whole segment in there about uh, going to Party City in America um, and um, how much she spent on um, Halloween decorations and they were doing this whole walkthrough um, for the kids in her family um, and she it just showed how much she got into it and you know in terms of the dressing up and she pretended to be like this witch and she was palm reading and she had this mask on with this like big nose and chin and there's this bit that really makes me laugh when she's got the mask on and she grabs the palm of this boy and she says I see evil things in your future little boy <laughs> and she does this witch cackle and it's hilarious sorry if I shocked anyone with the uh, witch cackle shot myself a little bit to be fair so yeah Christina really does get into the Halloween spirit and we've seen it in terms of her costumes over the years when she's been attending parties and we've had the paparazzi shots or um, she stood outside of her house um, where the paparazzi have come and taken pictures of her in the costumes she's had some great costumes over the years I loved the one when she was pregnant with Max and she was a spider witch and her pregnant belly was a web um, and then she's also had uh, like Red Riding Hood, a unicorn, nurse, corpse bride, Beetlejuice um, and you know she's really dove in head first here we know Christina likes to play with makeup we know she likes to play with her look and really dive in head first she's all about that glam life um and it just shows and Halloween is her excuse to really go for it and you know us fighters we have claimed that she is the queen of Halloween the Halloween um because you know she's always posting on social media every year how excited she is for halloween um you know i think this year she said that is it too early to do a countdown and things like that yet um so you know i'm all for it i think she can be the the queen of halloween and you know she's got music to back that up i mean if mariah can have christmas christina should have halloween so let's move on to talking about Loyal Brave True. So this was released in 2020 as the first promotional single from the live action Disney remake of Mulan. And it was released earlier on in the year um, uh, when the film was going to be released um, and then the film was delayed as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I think it was going to be originally released in March or April time and that's when the song came out. And then I think it got delayed to the summer, then it got delayed again to autumn and then it got removed from the release schedule um, as Disney were gearing it up to release it on their streaming platform Disney Plus. So it's been released um, as one of the premier access features and has done reasonably well out of it. So I think this is probably the way uh, going forward that um, film releases could change as a result of the pandemic. It's a changed world, isn't it? But Loyal, Brave and True was released way earlier on in the year. Um, and then it sort of had a bit of a resurgence again when people have watched the film recently um, as they were revisiting the film, uh, watching it on Disney Plus, um, as it is the first song to play over the credits. Um, so for me, I really hope that with this resurgence, um, you know, adding to radio play it's been played on uk radio on bbc radio 2 um, i really hope this will get a bit more recognition especially at the golden globes and the oscars where in the past i wish she did get a lot more recognition with um so the song was released um uh, but also released with another version in spanish um and 
forgive me for my pronunciation, you can message me and slate me about it. Uh, but the Spanish uh, version was called El Mayor Guerrero. Um, so that sort of led people to believe that there was the Spanish album in the works that possibly could have been released this year and has also been delayed as a result of everything. God damn Miss Rona, she has ruined everything. But, um, you know, that's probably uh, her alluding to the fact that there was a second Spanish album on the horizon. So the song was written by Jamie Hartman, Harry Gregson Williams, who also did the musical score for the film, Rosie Golan and Billy Crabtree. And it was produced by Jamie Hartman, who is the lead singer of the band Ben's Brother. And he's also known for co-writing the song Human by Rag and Bone Man, which is a really, really cool connection, I think. Um, so Christina actually confirmed at a Vegas residency the experience um, the year before that she had recorded more material for the film for Mulan because she did sing Reflection as part of the set list um, during the experience. Um, so she actually said that she'd done a new version of Reflection, which we know, and also um, some more material, which transpired to be loyal, brave and true. And it's a beautiful song. It's this sweeping ballad with pentatonic scale melodies, um, you know, based on Chinese traditional music. Um, you know, the, the film itself is based on the traditional Chinese ballad and poem and the legend of Hua Mulan. Um, and loyal, brave and true... Um, almost seems like a sister song to Reflection. Um, you know, it's got the, the Chinese string instruments um, and it's very, very similar sort of vibe, but um, it's a lot more themed on the remake version. Um, and so in interviews, Christina said that being invited back to record more material for Mulan is like a full circle moment because she started a career with reflection for the original animated version of Mulan and she's been invited back to do more material um, all these years later. It really sort of shows her longevity as an artist um, and how much impact she's made um, throughout her career. Um, so much so she was actually inducted into the rank of Disney legends um, at the D23 Expo and it recognised her as a person who's made remarkable contributions to the Disney legacy. She got a plaque and there was a whole event and there was photographs and everything like that. I actually remember her saying um, that it was cooler than getting a Grammy. Um, you know, she owes a lot to Disney. Disney was where she started her career, the Mickey Mouse Club reflection. If it wasn't for Disney and if it wasn't for those opportunities that um, were arising at Disney that she ended up taking, she wouldn't be where she is today. So I love how humble she is um, about her beginnings um, and she knows where it all began. Um, it was lovely to see her how happy she was on that day you could see in all the pictures i think there was an instagram story um from her fiance matt um of her meeting the voice actor for goofy you can just see her she's like a child in a sweet shop um so it meant so much to her um so i i, I really like that and of course, because she's on the soundtrack, um, she was attending, um, you know, the promotional event. She did attend the premiere, this cool look with the kimono. Um, I particularly have to say here, I love the Instagram story she did in the back of the car um, on the way to this, where she is uh, mouthing along, lip syncing along to the song Boss Bitch by Doja Cat. Um, and it really showed a funny, goofy side. Um, I like when she shows that side of her on social media. Um, it really sort of opens her up to more people um, and I love her goofy side. I think she's hilarious anyway. 
Um, so of course we've been looking at favourite lyrics and favourite parts of the song. Um, I think for me the favourite part in Lure Brave and True is when we do hear that Chinese string. Um, it really sort of um, helps you visualise and let you dive in headfirst into what the new remake is about because it's very different to the um, Disney animated version that was released um, in 98 um, it was where it was way more light-hearted this has got a way more of a warrior theme and way more serious and a lot more true to the the legend of Hua Mulan the original story um, but for me my favorite lyric is should I ask myself in the water what a warrior would do tell me underneath my armor am I loyal brave and true very very true to the message of the film like i said it's very very different um you know the loyal brave true those are the three words which are the virtues that are any warrior should um, sort of live by and they are repeated constantly in the film um so it really connects well to it and it's so well written in terms of that um and of course the asking myself in the water i do like that because it's a nod to reflection because that's what Mulan does in the original animated film um, and also in the new version um, she is practicing and um, honing her skills as a warrior and you can see the reflection in the pond in front. So she did um, promote this uh, when it was released initially earlier on in the year. She did a live performance on the Jimmy Kimmel show, um, which was really, really cool because she was backed by these drums and she was wearing traditional Chinese clothes and she had this red streak in her hair, which to me was a bit of a nod to come on over baby when she had the red streak in the debut era. Um, but I really liked the drums um, in the background. It wasn't just like a regular chat show performance. Um, you know, it shows how much the new material for Mulan really taps into the warrior side of it. And I love how Christina has brought that um, to the soundtrack. Um, you know, she said how Mulan is a feminist icon and she really relates to her being a warrior because she was standing true in the face of everything that was going against her. You know, she was a woman undercover as a man in the Chinese army and she really persevered through it because she was helping her dad and helping her family. And Christina um, has related that back to her and related that back to today's life, um, that we should be strong and persevere no matter what life throws at us. And so I really, really like that. And the, the actual performance itself is very dramatic. The actual song itself is very dramatic um, with the orchestra and with the drums, very much like the new version of Reflection. Um, you know, the original animated one is a lot more lighthearted, uh, whereas this has got a bit more of a deeper, darker undertone, um, like I said, with the sort of warrior message woven throughout it. And to be fair, I'm just going to take a minute now to say that I'm not overly impressed with the flack that the film was getting. I understand that the lead actress um, had some comments uh, that she made about what was going on in Hong Kong uh, with regards to the police and the protests. But to me, it's not just her that's made the film. There is hundreds of people that have contributed to this film um, and they've all done a brilliant job of bringing this film um, and releasing it in a year that's been very, very difficult for a lot of people. Um, and furthermore, because the film itself hasn't got the songs from the original Disney animated film and it hasn't got some of the characters like Mushu and Cricky, 
people have almost brushed it aside because they don't think it's being truthful to the original Disney film. But for me, it's being truthful to the um, original Chinese ballad of Hua Mulan. And I think it's about time we have more history and more education, um, you know, when it comes to mainstream, because I know films are an escape, but this is way more true to the original source material and it's a different interpretation of it and I'm open to different interpretations. I think it's great to see different interpretations. So I was a fan of the new version of Mulan. Um, so yeah, there's just my opinion on that. We're getting deep again. Um, so yeah, really great song though, Laurel Brave True. It really lends itself well to the theme of the film, the message of the film. And I love the traditional Chinese um, undertones of the song itself. So we've heard about Haunted Heart and we've heard about Loyal Brave True. In this track battle, there can only be one winner. This is really, really, really difficult. I think this is the hardest one so far. Note this down, episode 11, hardest one so far. But I have chosen a winner, so drum roll, please. And the winner is... Haunted Heart! Oh, I hope the pitchforks don't come after me for that, but... Congratulations to Haunted Heart, you are the winner of this track battle. This was really, really, really difficult to decide because they're both so good, Haunted Heart and Lord Brave True. Um, and they're so different from each other as well. But for me, I'm a really big fan of the second disc of Back to Basics. It's her creative peak um, so far in her career and the way that she just dove headfirst into it. And it was so nice to hear her revisit that sound again with Haunted Heart. So it's those throwback vibes, that's what sealed the deal, but they're both amazing songs. If I could have a tie, I would. So yeah, congratulations to Haunted Heart. So join us for the next episode where we'll be looking at a battle between an 80s tinged album track versus a venture into country music. Hmm, I wonder what songs they are. Thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Extina Track Battle. Ta-ta!